get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire and Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead, share the call with other people. They can dial in at 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So we're here, we're, we're moving, you know, past fear. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to put fear in its place because we're moving past fear to get to your future. Fear has been debilitate, debilitating people's futures for ages. It's not new. You're not alone. You're not the only one. But God has given us instructions, specific instructions concerning fear. As we continued our I Am an Unstoppable Entrepreneur series, and at the end of our companion book, we used Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and we broke it down like baby food. We definitely broke it down for kingdom builders. And as kingdompreneurs going out there to do big things, you have to be armed with the word, not the world. You must know the word of God because the world is opposite of the word. The world is going to tell you, no, there, there is so much gray area, but there are specific instructions so that you could be fruitful and multiply as God has given us in the first book of Genesis. So today we've been talking about fear of poverty. We talked about fear of criticism. And the next one is literally fear of illness. But we're going to go back there because I wanted to come from fear of criticism right into fear of lost love. Because those two things go so closely together. But the love that we should be seeking, the love that we already have, there's no way we can lose it. And when we know that love first, the love of everyone else, everything else is in its proper place. Kings and queens, we have to learn how to love God first and then love ourselves. The world is a different place where you can begin to truly accept God for who he is, the amazing God, and then love ourselves. We got to go to the Lord on today for this one because it's going to help you in business. The lack of confidence, the fear holding on to things and people who don't want to be held on to, 
We're going to release it on today. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad with joy we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, we would know that you are the great I am, and you are so amazing. You are so great. You are just so awesome that you deserve the highest praise, and only you alone deserve the praise of hallelujah. The highest praise because you are the highest God of gods who gave us the king of kings to release us from anything that brings us spiritual, mental, and even physical death. We're grateful, oh dear Lord, for who you are. Not seeking what you can do, but just who you are. We're grateful for all the gifts that you've given us, not only the King of Kings, but your Holy Spirit, who will teach, guide, direct, and correct us, but also comfort us and remind us of your word, that you are love. As we move away from seeking the acceptance of people, but understanding the first thing is just to serve them. Purify our hearts and our hands, clean them up so that we could use them for good works and for our assignments. We honor you and we bless you and want to seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's come in the queue on today because this particular topic on fear of loss of love coming right behind fear of criticism. I wanted you to listen to those back to back. We have a few scriptures and I meant to give them to you in the beginning, but it's first John two nineteen and Romans eight twenty six. First John two nineteen and Romans eight twenty six. And and as a professional, whether it's network marketing or any industry These things are so important. Fear of loss of love, where you may feel some kind of way. If you feel someone's with you, then they're no longer with you. And that's whether in your personal life that also flows into your professional life. The things of jealousy and paranoia and the backbiting, all those types of things comes from what you believe about fear of loss of love. First scripture, first John 2, 19, it says, they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out and they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. How many people could you release from the decisions that they've made in your personal, professional life, if you were to stand on 1 John 2, 19. We're going to go to Romans 8 and 26. That says, likewise, the Spirit also helps us, he's called the helper, in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself make intercession for us with the groanings that which cannot be uttered. I'm giving you two keys 
that could help you move past the fear of loss of love, which is so necessary. This is why many people thinking that can make them rich, not only financially, but rich in joy, fulfillment, rich also. When, you're, when you understand rich joy, fulfillment, you're able to give more. You're able to serve more without strings attached. You're able to detach easier when you're, a, when you're able to acknowledge relationships that were not really for you. Season, reason, lifetime. This will help you to be a better um, prospector. The attraction factor will increase 10x, 20x, 100x for you where people will know that they can have relationships with you and you're okay if they're okay or not. But how do you move past that if it first started with maybe your parents? or even your kids, the rejection, or, or the people who you thought were your best friends from kid or high school, and, and they now are not with you. How do you deal with that in, in those instances? The word of the Lord. I can tell you I have been cheated on. I have been rejected. I have been uh, what, what do you call that thing there? The two-faced where people show you one thing, but they mean something else. I've had to deal with all of those things in my life, in my personal life, and in, in my professional life. And once I got the piece of, listen, from down to my spouse, my kids, before I had uh, a spouse, I had baby daddy, you know what I mean? And one of them cheated, and then I've dealt with uh, things that are not right in relationships. Every one of us have, women and men. No matter what side of the spectrum you're on, typically, even if you're on the side of the spectrum where you're the person that do the things that is wrong, it was a seed somewhere sown where you had a fear of loss of love yourself. So you figured, let me go find it somewhere else or let me go do something somewhere else. I had to ask the Holy Spirit to explain it to me. How could you, God, create such a being in the likeness of your image and you operate in truth, yet so many people just don't. And then I could remember, you've heard it, change the things you can and don't worry about the things you can't. If you were to live by that, could you love more? Could you give more? Could when people do more damage to themselves when they do those things that, you know, you feel like, hey, you lost the love, could, could you understand they're doing more damage to themselves and then you make sure you take care of yourself? How... Could you move on? No, I'm not saying be a doormat because I'm by far that. But it's about how much space 
in your heart and your mind that you allow someone to occupy. They must never occupy more space than God. This will help you become the leader that can go into what they call beast mode because you release, you let go of the end result and you just live. I've had to do that even with my children. I am very transparent because, you know, some people think that, oh, wow, because I'm so much about family, they think that family is always about me. That is unrealistic to think that any relationship is always 100 and 100. This is the reason why God gave us forgiveness, but he didn't give us forgetfulness. But how do you live in a world? How do you continue to press through? Because most people, even for them picking up the phone to prospect people, whether they know them or don't know them, they have all these contacts in their phone, and they don't want to call anyone because of the fear of loss of love. They feel that, okay, even if I get this person, if they decide to join my business, and then they decide it's not for them, we probably move past criticism, but now they join, and now they say it's not for them, but it was your best friend. What do you do now? Stop being friends. Oh, it was your favorite auntie. She supported you in everything, all through high school, all through college. She was the one there even more than your mama. She said, oh, I don't agree with that, what you're doing right there. That's a waste of time. Or you come from a family where they went one way, you went another way. And now when you show up to family events, you know the whispers are about you before you came in the room. What do you do? I've dealt with all of that. But it has equipped me to be the leader that I am, that when I see it even happening in my professional life, I know what it is. But my love for God first, that will now give me a love for self to say, you know what? If he loved me and I'm not perfect, I can love him and they don't have to be perfect. And I can decide. I have the choice. I have the power to decide where do they fall in my life. And then you can do business, not just business, but big business. Big business. When people say thinking small, they can only build a business or scale a business according to their thoughts or their mindset. This is where people have challenges of, oh, you know, um, I was down with them, I hung with them, whatever. Now I don't, I'm like, listen, I don't own nobody. I've been in, in this industry 11 years. And when you start looking at it, I was in a mastermind coaching event um, with my coach Raiden, and we were talking with a gentleman, Gordon Hester, who, by the way, he has a new book. We'll be doing his book um, in the in the new year. We'll be having his book, and he is a 30-plus year veteran in the uh, network marketing industry who has helped, um, you know, one of the top people in the entire industry, $100 million in earnings over a lifetime, Jeffrey Burry, helped him build his business for over 16 years. Now he is a 
huge go-to in a direct selling association where he does massive research on how to bring uh, not only, you know, the behaviors, the buying behaviors and the behaviors of why people come to companies, stay with companies, leave companies. And um, he's going to be working with us, right? He's going to be working with us and we're going to do a, a uh, interview with him. I'm, I am telling you the gratefulness that I have of being um, solid with God, the doors that he opens, man, no man can shut. And so when, when he was talking and he was talking about, you know, um, the experiences that people give people inside of their businesses, and this, you're talking about the customer experience and the culture of the business. And he says, you know, at the end of the day, people who lose sight of that, about the customers and the, and the culture, meaning the people, the masses of people who are typically not the top earners, the masses of people, how they feel when they're part of your business, um, makes a difference if you would be a company or team or whatever people want to say. And now I'm like, you know, it's so crazy that we have to get some scientific data and analytics to know that people want to be treated like they mean something. And then if they decide that that's a different decision, that they need to make a different decision for their life, who are you to stand in between it as long as they're doing it respectfully? All you're looking for is people to do people the way they want to be done. It is the second commandment that Jesus told the disciples was the most important. They said, listen now, it's 10 of these commandments and they are covenant folks. Uh, wives and stuff, you know, the jealousy piece, that's kind of difficult, Jesus. Uh, what, what, what about, you know, stealing? Oh, wow, wait a minute, but if we really want it, can we just take it? Well, tell us what's the two most important commandments, Jesus. Tell us what were the two most important of all of them. Ten just seems like too much. Tell us what are the two. Tell us what are the most important. He didn't say two. He told them to. They said, what are the most important? Because it seems like just too much to keep up with. Thou shall not. Thou shall not. Thou shall not. Ten times. Thou shall not. And he said, love God. Keep him first. Love your neighbor the way you love yourself. And I said, oh, here's a challenge right there. That's it. It's difficult for us to deal with love because we haven't first dealt with love with God and ourselves. So now every person's face that we're looking into we're looking at them the way we look at ourselves. If we could work with this, this is why the personal development is so important. Don't run away from God. He got some good stuff for you. Don't run away from the Bible. There's some good stuff in there for you. You, 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 you don't understand. He wants to, he wants to, uh, feed and clothe and make everybody happy that he created. And he says, even if you don't believe I created you, I still will tell you, if you follow these things, I'm still going to deliver. So it ain't about you being holier than thou. It ain't about you knowing all 66 books of the Bible from the front and the back. It ain't about can you recite the scripture. It's about the heart. And if you now can 
work on that, I will make you prosperous in everything. Because then guess what? With the heart, you're going to give. With the heart, you're not going to be trying to get the one up. You're going to try to pull somebody up. With the heart, you're not going to be guilty because you're giving because you really want that person to succeed. You're helping. And when they don't want it, why would you take offense? Whenever someone says, well, oh, I don't like her training. Okay. Well, I hope you like somebody else's training. Just go get trained, honey. Because at the end of the day, what I'm giving freely. If it ain't for you, everything isn't for everyone. Write that down. I've told train some people that in prospecting that when someone said, nah, I ain't interested. Oh, I don't do that kind of stuff. All oh, that right there is a scam. Oh, it's a pyramid. Oh, it's not. Oh, baby, I get it. I understand. Everything isn't for everyone. Come on now. I don't drink Folgers coffee. I drink Cafe Bustella. People who drink Folgers, that's their favorite, man. Our girl, Danika, was talking about that. Folgers, right? I drink Cafe Bustella. Some people, they might say, well, you know what? I like Lipton tea. Some people say, I like Bigelow. Did Lipton stop selling his tea or did Bigelow stop selling their tea? No. Fear of loss of love. Let's work on that. What could we do to say fear of loss of love? I gave you an affirmation, but however... Let's take a list of the people who just ain't showing you no love. And identify, are you going to respond to them the way they respond to you or respond to them the way of who you really are? I've seen people that they, I know they've said things about me. I know what they feel about me. And when they see me, they don't do the same thing. But anyway, I look at them and I'm like, hey, are we going to let that person have that much power over you, your mind, and your mind is a, is a factory for you to become financially free and they're not supposed to occupy something in your mind, interrupt what your assignment is? Baby, it ain't even that important. A high and a buy only take but a half a second. It ain't going to kill you. It ain't going to kill you. No matter what they did, it ain't going to kill you. Trust me, you'll survive it. Let's open up the call. Let's open. We're going to get rid of the fear of loss of love so we can go out there and share some love with some folks, help some folks grow in their life. All right? Good morning, 478, last 42157. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Queen. How are you doing this morning? Hey, I love when I hear the kings come in. Good morning, King. How are you? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. Hey, listen, this is a great uh, a great lesson today. Um, that that fear of loss of, of, of loved ones, that, that's, that's one that I, I didn't realize that I struggled with. <clears throat> I had a, a best friend, 28-plus uh, years we've been friends. I call him my brother from another. Um, mm-hmm. He called me last night and told me that he practically had an epiphany about we've always talked about having our own businesses and stuff and of course I presented my business to him and he actually the way he responded is what started my spiral down as far as trying to build my business um but the fact that yesterday he was like 
um, I did this and I've been on this all this weekend and, and this is what I got going and, and this is what we're going to do and 2020 is going gonna to be our year. That reinvigorated me because I feel like now he's ready. Uh-huh. And, and what, makes that, what makes that more special is the fact that I'm more ready because I've been working on my mindset. Mm-hmm. So, so dealing with the fear of loss is real, and it's something that we've really got to consider and and really work work on. And <laughs> wow, I'm just I'm just amazed because everything is really falling into place. Everything is I, I'm having to start over. But everything I've learned so far is making it that much easier. That's all I got. Thank you, Dr. Nicole. You're not starting over. You're not starting over. You're on the journey. You're not starting over. You're on the journey. You wanna you wanna work on that language with yourself because what, what I want you to do is to make a true decision. Remember, we talked about decisions and we talked about courage. These are very important lessons. I encourage you guys that if something like we do a lesson and it really stands out to you, take note of what episode that is so that in any day you can go back to those episodes because they will not be like this forever. I already know it. What God is doing, he showed me that almost every series is pretty much a book. So I know that they won't be available like this forever. So what you need to think about is to say if fear of loss of love is a challenge with you, you got to go back and say, when did that start? It didn't just start with this business. And you've got to go back and deal with those things because if he decides that, okay, I, I, I told you I'm doing it again, but then I decided I, this is really not for me. I can't tell you not one of my best friends or closest people to me for all the years up until in my high 30s that are riding and dying with me in my business. I can't can't tell you not one of them that has the passion for the people like I do, that really wants to see people win in this business. Whatever it is God has called them to do, I can't interrupt with that. So you've got to know that it's going to happen again. Or you might get a team member that you've helped so much, and then they turn around and do something that you just thought was, oh, my Lord, where did that come from? How could they have done that? What in the world? Deal with fear of loss of love, and it won't interrupt your process of your progress. Yes, ma'am. God bless you. God bless you, King. 214, last 495.73. People, places, and things is why most people stop. We got to go to another one. That background is a little too loud. 856, last 44061. God bless you. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Queen. How are you today? I'm amazing, Queen. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. I am wonderful. And. <laughs> You always find me, um, this is Lara from Las Vegas, you always find me in a place where I'm, you always find me in a place where I'm exactly at, and um, I went to an amazing retreat this weekend, last weekend, and I'm just recuperating um, from that in, that retreat, and it, it made, it allowed me to get centered um, with myself, 
mm-hmm. um, focused on myself, and everything you said was just the direction that I'm going in. Sometimes we have to forget about everything and just focus on the journey of where our creator has us. Mm-hmm. And it has been an amazing, amazing journey. I mean, when you drive by yourself and all you do is just cry because you know all the negative things and the people that are, you know, the naysayers, all that will be removed. And so mm-hmm. um, through that journey, I just asked the creator just to put me and line me up with the right people. And now my mindset is in beast mode. It's like, beast let's go, mode. let's do it. You know, four weeks, you got you got to get this going. You know, the end of the year, you only got two more weeks, let's rock it, you know. So yeah. I'm going hard today, and I'm going in, and I'm like nonstop and only focused on people that, you know, mission and mindset is, is on alignment with me. So um, it was great. And so I got a hold of some, I got and connected with some great sisters. Um, and and we're, we're just going to take one day at a time and just know that, you know, the creator has us. But thank you for the amazing um, teaching today. Thank you. God bless you. You know, I want to tell you guys a little bit of something. I, I actually got to go. I'm, I'm, I'm cooking from early this morning jerk chicken, yellow rice for Caden's Christmas party. Um, and I see him calling me while we're online, probably saying, with the food? I'm like, boy, listen, you, whatever. But anyway, I want you guys to know this. I know that we always say that we want to work with people who are basically on the same page as who we are. And I, I just have to be the bearer of, this is not bad news, it's good news. That's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not. The test of a leader is, are you developing and are you developing others even by your example, by your consistency? Because we all are on the journey. Very few of us come ready-made ready to rock and roll with the spiritual mindset, everything all together. When you talk about companies going to billion-dollar companies or you're talking about big churches, mega churches, it's filled of people who are messed up, broken, not together. It's full of those. But the environment and the culture must be consistent to now help them create a path for themselves. And you don't sway because they sway. You don't change because they change. It's unrealistic. We come in the queue and even on the call, we want to show the best side of ourselves. But everyone has that side that's not the so much the best side that only God could love. That does not mean you tolerate a bunch of crap in your life, but that just means you got to be real. And you say, if I want to grow, I need people. And guess what? They ain't going to be all right. Most of them going to be jacked up and they sent to you for a reason sometime. And guess what? You can create your boundaries. You can create the things. And then guess what? I've seen many people do the turnaround just because I stayed consistent.
because I don't take the blame or the responsibility for who grown folk was when they came to you. They're not going to be all on your page. It just ain't going to happen like that. But we have an environment of continual growth, an environment where growth is not negotiable, where working on yourself is non-negotiable. We could do some big things for the kingdom, for yourself, for for other people, for your families, everything. So, guys, I love you guys so much. You know, coming around these holidays, and I start thinking about things coming around. I mean, it's so much that happens in this these months for me, and many of them bittersweet. And I just want you all to know that. Um, God is a healer. Hello, somebody. Be wide open for the healing. Be wide open for the growth. Be wide open for the miracles. We've been training you guys all year long on some powerful stuff. I ain't never heard it taught in no university. And the combination, I probably have never heard it taught in even whether it's churches or Bible studies, whatever. You just got to know something. You're here for a reason, not just to suck up the air and suck up the info, but to go out there and do something with it. Guys, have an amazing day. Go out there. Make that list of the folk that, you know, you're like, what happened to the loss of love? What happened? Release them. There are more people coming, but you got to have room for them. 